This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row. On The Bigger Picture, I'm Gillette Jacobs. The new production, Sisyphus No. 9, draws inspiration from two tales. The eternal struggle of Sisyphus, condemned to endlessly push a boulder uphill, and Beethoven's triumphant composition and conducting of his Ninth Symphony, despite near total deafness. So the play is said to explore the absurdity and meaning of life through repetitions and also will present visceral movements accompanied by live ambient music. So today on the show, I'm going to find out more about this from the show's director, Tung Jignan, and also actor Liu Chi Hai, who joined me and they're in the midst of production, they're in the midst of already presenting the play, but they are taking some time to join us. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you today? Good. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, very good. Yeah, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me. So yes, the show uh, kicked off uh, on the 6th, isn't it? So you've already had your first show. I hope everything's going really well. Uh, yeah, but for... Yeah. For, yeah? Good. Yeah, not too bad because some nice warm comments. Uh, some people were quite moved by it. So yeah, that's good. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Hear. It's quite a lot there and I explained it very briefly, but you know, you want to just explain to our listeners how this play came to be, all the different inspirations that made it what it is. Yeah, take it away. Yeah, I think Sisyphus, the story, the myth of Sisyphus has been uh, quite a long time obsession of mine for some reason. Uh, um, yeah, it is eternal struggle, like you mentioned, up and down, up and down for forever. Um, and then uh, when I was asked to join this uh, uh, Theatre Sources 2023 season as a director to present a work, I was wondering, yeah, maybe this might be the time to really scratch that itch or, you know, this explore this Sisyphean obsession <laughs> I've had. Um, and then I I was thinking, all right, let's do some, uh, maybe I'm, I'm missing, I feel like a musical element. Like I would love to have some music in this piece. Uh, and then I went back to another kind of old time um classical, right, uh, pianist I've listened to while I was growing up, right, Beethoven. Um, and I was wondering, yeah, going, digging deeper into the story and yeah, finding out about his Ninth Symphony and how he, yeah, he first he composes in complete deafness and some a lot of people say this was his kind of his best work. Um, and then also that he chose to conduct it. That's, that's, that was a, that was a crazy, uh, um, wild, yeah, information I got right later on it. Yeah, in deafness, he chose to conduct. He insisted to conduct. And yeah, we hear from one of his musicians, right, that he was waving his arms uh, crazily in the air, trying to play every instrument on stage, sing every part. So I was just thinking, yeah, right, like he's kind of an interesting counterpoint to Sisyphus or maybe like, um, you know, Sisyphus manifested, right? Like in nothingness, in eternally struggling with this, right, uh, with this boulder of his, his deafness, he still managed to push it up the hill and chooses to, you know, um, bask in its, yeah, in, in the kind of the absurd gesture, you know, to conduct a whole symphony deaf. And yeah, so I just thought these two stories seem to be connected somehow. Yeah. It's so interesting because mm-hmm. I would have never thought of it. But yes, you know, when you put it that way, it, it, there is this, yeah, there's this absurdity, right, to sort of like both of it. Um, and for you, Chihai, you know, when you were presented with this uh, with this premise, right, how did you feel about it? And uh, how did you also then translate that into your performance? All right. Actually, last year, I did a show with Jit before November, I think. So at that time, I was a directing mm. to him. 
Oh, you were his so director. So the, the show something looked like uh, you're doing something repetition, recreation for four hours. I don't know. Yeah, for what? Mm-hmm. Something like you just do it, do it, do it. Finally, invent, invent, and do it again, again. Yeah. At the time, she asked me, yeah, "I have a show. Something looked like she should first. Do you want to join us?" Mm-hmm. As time, I think, yeah, we can do something for for a show. Something like connected with the show before I have done. Mm-hmm. It's quite quite suitable for me for this kind of as experiment in theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I said, no, why not? We just make something happen together. Like just now, just happen. It's, it's happening right now. <laughs> yeah, it's happening right now. Yeah, it's happening right now. This yeah. kind kind of the style looks like very suitable matching. Okay. Yeah. How would you, Jit? How would you describe what this performance is? It's not. I would say. I mean, is it like a traditional theater production? Is it a play? Is it a yeah? How yeah? How would you describe it? Yeah, it's not a traditional play. I think it's closer to the realm of yeah experimental theater, avant garde kind of theater movements yeah uh close to perhaps movement based theater uh close not dance for sure but closer to dance than i would say a written play um so yeah i've been um yeah doing i've been very interested in dance and dance theater movement so this this was uh yeah, this piece really kind of speaks to that tradition. Okay, so this is there a sort of like a main character or characters in the play? You know, um, is 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 that how it works, or is it more performance art, perhaps? Uh, yeah, just trying to understand. Mm, yeah, I think close to yeah, closer to the realm of performance art. Okay. Uh, Chihai is kind of our sole anchor, our sole performer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Beethoven as well. There's stories where he isolated himself, right? Like kind of worked by himself. Um, Sisyphus, of course, is alone by himself with his boulder. So yeah, I wanted to really kind of uh, show a one person, you know, doing this work uh, caught in this world. So, but there will be other performers. Uh, my my stage management team, my musicians come onto the stage to perform and interact with Chihai. But Chihai really is the anchor. But we are not telling Sisyphus's story, mm. right? Like uh, we are not telling Beethoven's story. Okay, day one, what does Beethoven do, right? Uh, yeah, it's not so much information like that, but really just taking these two stories mm. and experimenting with it, playing around with it and see what kind of a uh, show comes up. Yeah. Okay. And and would I be right that saying you're using elements of perhaps some humour, um, I'm guessing a lot of irony, uh, paradox perhaps, satire, are you using all these sorts of elements to kind of convey that that message about, I don't know, the absurdity of the meaning of life and things like that? Uh, satire, parody, not so much. I don't think we are parodying anything. Satire, I think may come in the form of, uh, maybe there are some moments of satire. Um, yeah, but not so, not so much in this realm of like commentary. I think okay. uh, really is about, um, yeah, I was really, you know, like if you let's say we think of Sisyphus right now, right, pushing this boulder up the hill. I love for the audience to really track right, like each footstep. Mm. Each grasp of the rock, mm. each time it falls down, he has to walk down and pick it back up mm. again. Mm. So this is so it's really more visceral, more physical, mm. uh, instead of maybe um, um, intellectualizing or kind of uh, putting it in a kind of a parody or satire lens. So it's really more about this body doing these okay. things, and you know that's what the musician talked about Beethoven as well, right? In his comments, right? Very it was a physical um, mm. illustration of what. <laughs> 
he's uh, they saw Beethoven doing on that night in Vienna. Okay. Yeah. And for you, Jihai, you know, how did you collaborate with Jit? Because uh, now, you know, the, the roles have swapped, isn't it? So how did you work with Jit to sort of like, uh, to, to, you know, give that intended or expected emotional and, I don't know, intellectual responses or impacts uh, of your piece to the audience? How did you guys work together, basically? Yeah, I, I, I'm a performer artist. Actually, I have a lot of opinion and my my concept, how to do the thing, the show, the art. But this time, I just follow Jeep. <laughs> okay. to, 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 to guide. But but from the very beginning, I will show to Jeep how my movement, how to discover a body uh, in the space, how to run, how to jump. Then Jeep will, will, will observe everything and build a structure for the whole show. Okay. Then we, we walk together, but but most of the time I'm just listen to him. I will show what I have, my body, how to move, how to jump, how to fall, how to run, every step, every movement, how to walk. Then Jip will, will, will adjust this, adjust that for that, and then piece of piece and make them together. Yeah, okay. yeah. I trust. I trust him. Okay. Then okay. he trust me. I think. I think, think of course, yeah. <laughs> so much, so much trust. Yeah, I yeah. then then I, I should listen to to him because if I'm director, I I also hope my 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 performers listen to my <laughs> direction, how to move on, how to turn left, turn right, go through. Mm. Then we we we're quite good for this kind of relationships. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, it sounds it sounds very interesting. And you did say Jit that it's quite a visceral performance, right? You want people to feel, right? Um, but do mm. you also want them, I don't know, to sort of challenge or to think about their own views and their own experiences about absurdity, meaning of life, mm. repetition, things like that? Oh yeah, I think this piece is quite challenging yeah. for the audience as well, right? Um, they are, yeah. Again, going back to Sisyphus, right? Like. Mm. Eternity? What do you mean eternity? Mm. You do this one thing forever and ever. Right? What does that mean? What does forever mean? Right? Like um and repeat again. And so I really want the audience to feel that that that, that tiredness, the tediousness, the the but I think the that, solace, maybe. Yeah. But I think they make the audience think about their own life. Mm. The society about what we are doing here and repeat something again and again, something I don't know what. Where to go? Mm. I put the rock to the top of the mountain. We stay there. I come back. Now they will roll, roll, roll out again. You have to do one more time in our life. I think you can you can say in our life something will be something similar. That, right, like this show was something doing. I think that's the power of myth, isn't it? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It really, it really is so specific. Becomes universal to like so many of us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think the the piece will hopefully um, share those feelings of uh, feeling, yeah. eternity, long time repeat in vain. Yeah, yeah. But I hope so. If the show, I want to run for six hours <laughs> <laughs> to see what my body. It's already long enough. I know, I know. Just for for, for for my my hope that you see my body. How can we to limit? No more. I have no more. I have no more. I have no more. So yeah, finish. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Challenge thrown to Jit there at six-hour performance. <laughs> no. Of course, yeah, I'm all up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I do also want to quickly talk about, uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, yes, of course, a lot of movement and a, a lot going on there, but there's also, as you mentioned, live ambient music. Uh, and mm. I'm reading here, Clash's philosophy with reality mm. and classical music with modern rock. Talk to me a little bit about that. 
Yeah, I, so I'm working with Franco. We are working with Franco. Really interesting um, a duo, musical duo. Uh, they started off in the theatre and they've done their own theatre projects, dance projects themselves. So, and then when I was thinking about the music, I mean, there's, of course, Beethoven's music, for sure. sure, right? In this classical vein. But I thought maybe something to, again, counterpoint that, to bring it back to... You know, today, it's relevancy. I thought maybe it would be really interesting to explore um, what we like to give Franco uh, Beethoven as a starting point and see how they can integrate Beethoven, the classical structure. So we explore things like a symphony structure, sonata structure, um, counterpoint, you know, these kind of classical musical terms, which maybe is quite foreign to them. So I wanted them to like, how, how they could integrate, you know, like, yeah, I know nowadays who writes a symphony, right? Right, And so I was thinking, maybe Franco, what would a symphony sound like from you? You know, this modern synth, uh, you know, uh, kind of a rock band, right? Like, how do you how do you create a symphony? What's a symphony for, for Franco? So yeah, that's why I... So that's the clash, I guess, of uh, the modern and the classical, trying to integrate it back to our modern day, yeah. Okay, all right, and and you've got uh you've got the production design by Brian Chang as well, right? I mean, what has he brought to the production as well that you'd like to share with us? Oh yeah, Brian. I mean, Brian and I have worked quite a, quite some time as well. So um yeah, he he's he's bringing his expertise in lights. Uh, in you know, I have like a small idea, a concept, and then he brings it to life. He thinks of all the technicalities to so really bring it to life and adds on his own you know, uh, flavor and his touch to it. So yeah, he's bringing in quite uh, quite a lot. He's doing, yeah, he, you know, small tweaks every show, uh, really experimenting with the space that's new to us as well. So yeah, there will be projection a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there, we've decorated the, the theater. There's a, 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 we, yeah, if the audience comes in, you see like a cardboard stage, mm-hmm. the whole the whole stage is like uh, filled with cardboard to, you know, as our stage floor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think uh, incorporating the space has been something that uh, Brian and I have been really working closely together, using every possibility of the space. Okay, all right. It sounds very uh, very immersive as well. Would I be right in saying that? Yeah, quite. The show happens around you. Mm. Out Sometimes Chihai leaves you, right? So, you know, there's something that happens outside, even in the theatre space. Uh, so, yeah, it's very quite immersive uh, using every aspect of the of the theatre. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And, you know, I know this is the, the, the final sort of production for Theatre Sources 2023 season, right? Uh, this is the sort of concluding piece. Um yeah, what are your hopes for it, uh, Jit? You know, uh, I I know it's it's been a lot. It sounds like it's taken a lot from you as well. I don't know if I'm right in saying that. Um, yeah, how do you feel? How are you feeling? I'm feeling. I always say this, but nervous, excited as usual. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah. Very nervous to yeah see what the audience takes from it. Of course. Right. Like making art is very personal. So always hoping that you know people will like uh feel and see the same things you were trying to feel and trying to get across mm-hmm. but also yeah of course excited you know, we want to share the work uh but yeah it's been uh it's, we didn't have um too much time to work really closely together right but uh yeah with the time we had it was very intense uh repetitive and cyclical and yeah gi here has been a real trooper really putting his body through the motions yeah so i really hope yeah the audience 
it comes to the theater and sees and feels something from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ji yeah. you know, for you, what has been the challenge or even, I don't know, maybe the benefit of performing a piece that is based on this sort of repetitive and cyclical sort of structure, right? I mean, how has that been like for you physically, mentally? Yeah, how have you been preparing? I think the body have to fall down, jumping, something. I I, I my, my muscles every day. <laughs> yeah, painful, that's painful. Oh dear. But I will tell my body, is is you have to do it, you have to do it. <laughs> Yeah, just do it, do right? Like life, right? To, it's absurd. But to show something, something true from your, from myself. To show something is really from my body, not something fake. Uh, just like it slowly fall down and then make something beautiful pose. You know, I think this uh, just my challenging. Also, this challenging is I'm not a not a professional, uh, not a good actress like a perform performing art in on the stage. I have to facing to the a lot of audience speaking something I never done before. I want to challenge myself how to facing to the um, a lot of audience sit very closest to me, uh-huh. doing something that I have to challenge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before I never done like that. I see. Yeah. So quite confronting yes. as well, huh? Yes, for you, you? To how to how to make uh, the conversation and communicate mm-hmm. with the audience. Between my my movement performance with the audience, this I have to I have to think about more natural, not making something like a fake fake right. to something. Yeah, a mountain you have to climb. So, uh, the mountain have That's to climb. That's the boulder up you're pushing. Ah, okay. Not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have never done before, but I have to I have to do my best. Mm. Okay. Right. I love to challenge myself. Yeah, yeah, every time. It sounds like Jit is making you challenge yourself quite a lot there. He's smiling very uh, pleased with himself there almost, Jit. Uh, but no, um, no, but, no. Well, he's, a, he's just such a brilliant mover. Uh, yeah, Chihai really moves well. Um, he's got such an eye for performance, right? Um, also, he's also a photographer. So yeah, it's been really, really great working with Chihai this closely, this intensely. And really seeing... And he always talks about limits and repetition and you know when I was working under him. So yeah, I really like to yeah bring that to fruition. Yeah. Push, I go down that road a bit more. I know? think the body and the time and the space, how to play with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just body with the time and space. I stand for one minute or I stand for two hours, quite different meaning. It's the difference between the time, space and body. That's I want to see. What the difference between the time space and body? Mm. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so challenging yourselves, challenging your audiences as well. So there's quite a lot. And would there be a a content advisory or anything like that? You know, is the place suitable for a particular age group? Anything like that that you just want to highlight, Jit? Uh, Yeah, I think some disclaimers will be, of course, um, there'll be lots of uh, loud music, Mm. um, uh, bright lights, but nothing too strobe, like uh, nothing too concerning. Mm. Um, yeah, there's, uh, I don't know, lots of waiting, mm. lots of repeating. There's lots of, uh, uh, maybe the answer to what does it mean doesn't come to you very quickly or it takes its time or maybe once you get it, maybe it loses it. So mm. yeah, I uh, Chai takes off his shirt. A bit of skin is shown in the piece. Yeah, some shirt, uh, some skin is shown. Chai shows some mm-hmm. skin. I mean, classical Greek, right? Sisyphus. Uh, the image of Sisyphus that we all have. He's probably uh, nude up there, yeah. pushing the boulder. 
so yeah, some some skin. I guess that's the disclaimer. Okay. Yeah, I think, but definitely, I think maybe a sixteen and up audience would be ideal. Yeah, not nothing. Yeah, we're not like get around everybody. This is the story <laughs> of Sisyphus. Yeah, <laughs> not so much that kind of uh, show. We didn't get any stone, right? <laughs> yeah, there are, there are no like uh, literal perhaps rocks. Boulders, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah all boulders. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So as we mentioned earlier, the play is already running, uh, and it runs right up till the tenth of September. It's happening in mm. Sunway College's rooftop theatre, uh, and performances are at eight thirty p.m. from Wednesday, well, until Sunday. And there's an additional weekend matinee shows at uh, three p.m. Right. And standard tickets are fifty five ringgit, and you can also get tickets at forty five ringgit per ticket for a bulk purchase of four uh, and each performance runs for about 100 minutes without intermission. Uh, if you 120 like, minutes. Oh, 120. Oh, okay, sorry. All right, yeah. so it runs for 120 minutes uh, without intermission. If you'd like to purchase tickets, you can head to cloudjoy.com. That's cloudjoy.com. But now for uh, two lucky listeners, uh, uh, the team here have kindly offered uh, a pair of tickets to catch the surface number nine. But you know, as it always is on Front Row, we want you to answer some questions so there's a quick quiz uh, to get your hands on tickets. I just need you to answer this question correctly. Which famous composer's story served as inspiration for this production? Is it A, Beethoven or B, Bach? So send me a WhatsApp message with the correct answer, your full name, and very importantly, your email address. Send that to 018-789-8899. And if you hear back from the producers of the show, you are one of those lucky listeners. Gentlemen, thank you so much uh, for joining me today any concluding message that you'd like to leave our listeners with we are waiting for you come please we'll show you something different yeah definitely sounds yeah. like it uh Jim? yeah yeah i think that note will be uh this is the right note to leave on yeah we're waiting for you and yeah hopefully you come and yeah. yeah take a look at what's happening here Excellent. Well, thank you so much, uh, both of you, for joining me today. Thank you so much. I was speaking to Tung Jit Yang, the director, and Liu Chi Hai, the performer and actor for Sisyphus Number 9. If you'd like to find out more, you can head to Theatre Source's website. That's theatresource.com. But if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row, or you can find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.